Uh, we are, I, I want to interview a couple of people. Danielle is one of them. We're going to grab three chairs if we can, mighty men over there. Look at them go. Come on, here they go. And I also I want to invite up Dan Lambert. So, Dan, why don't you come on up? Everybody, it's Dan and Dan. It's Pastor Dan and Pastor Dan or whatever, or whatever. Dr. Dan. Actually, you're a Dr. Dan. So, Dr. Dan, Pastor Dan, the whole, the whole lot. Welcome, mate. Welcome, welcome. And we're... So we're, let me introduce us in a moment while I get the chairs ready. This is week three, and we're doing a series called Our Father in Heaven. And so the whole idea of this, of this I'll go over here. You guys grab your chairs. That's cool. Uh, the whole idea of this series, band, you've done a great job. You can, you can head off. Thank you so much. Let's just pull these forward a little bit. Awesome. The whole uh, idea of this series is we're talking about our image of God and what you think about when you think about God. Uh, A.W. Tozer said this. He said, it's the most important thing about you. When you think of God, all of us have an image of God. All of us have got a concept about God. And so Jesus, when he taught us the Lord's Prayer, say, our Father in heaven, he used this word to describe God that had never been used before, and it was Abba, Father, which literally is like Dad, Papa, uh, Daddy, and it's what a young kid would call their father. And it kind of began the revolution of what Jesus came to do, that we would actually know God as our Father in heaven. So welcome, welcome, Danielle. Thank you very much. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. Great to have you here, and we're gonna, I'm going to just ask us some questions around this journey. Uh, that you guys have been on over the years, and then we're going to pray again for people. Our goal as a church uh, in this series is Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says this, that our uh, Father wants to pour His love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So there is a, there's a tangible experience that God wants you to have and me to have of His love pouring into our heart that transforms us from the inside out. Uh, God doesn't want you just to, to be an intellectual believer in Him. He actually wants you to have experiences with Him. So I'm going to start with, with this question for both of you. Welcome. Yeah. Do you want to say anything? You look like you're ready to say something. I'll answer your question. Okay, that's like, what I thought. I'm, I'm right. You're between us tonight, mate. It's a dangerous spot here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so when you think of God as your Father now, what images come to mind, what feelings come to mind, what pictures come to mind. So let's start with you, Daniel. Okay. Uh, so a very loving father. Right. A very embracing father. It's just the coming into his presence is just a, a warm, embracing feeling for me. Right. So I feel like he's Oh, I just get this thing like he's available all the time. So I'm, I'm not bothering him. Right. He's available. He's accessible. And I've got all the A words. This is how I um, think of it. It's like he's available all the time. He's accessible to me. He's approving of me. Right. And he is um, accepting of me. Wow. And it's just this, oh, it's, it's such a relief, I guess. Right. <laughs> I've just... Yeah, well, we'll talk about where I've come from, but yeah, I just feel the big embrace. Right. The, just the, the open arms and the hug, and it's just the good morning, Lord, like coming in awesome. into his presence, and it's awesome. just, it just blows me away. 
every day. Now, now, some of you might want to actually take notes while we're going through this. So I know you're listening, but, but learning, and, and we can sort of take some notes that maybe later on you'll integrate into your world. So I want to just get those four things. You're uh, available, available, accessible, accessible, uh, accepting, accepting, approving, and approving. I've got a fifth one oh, as well. Oh, you're adding another one, um, yes. Affirming. 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 Oh, They're okay. really meaningful words. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Love that. Thank you. Dan, what about you? What do you, when you think of, when you begin to pray, when you imagine our Father, what do you see and think of now? Yeah, well, I had a few of those A words, but not all of them. That was amazing. Um, I think I, I probably I was reflecting on it today, and I think it's I feel like God's the perfect representation of what I need in every situation. Right. And what I mean by that is sometimes you need to run to Him and have a cry and yes. be hugged yes. and um, just share everything that yep. you're going through. And sometimes you want to walk on the beach uh, with yep. Him, yep. and He has His arm around you, and yep. you're just enjoying the beauty of creation and celebrating some wonderful things that are happening and, and everything in between. And I think the, the amazing thing about God is that he, he is the perfect Father for each of us. And every one of us is going through different things and every one of us has unique personalities and, uh, and He understands us perfectly yes. so that He knows exactly what to say to us in every situation. I love that. And sometimes it's just like, hey, you're going to be all right. You know, you're going to be all right. Some, sometimes dads are just like, no, that didn't hurt. You'll be fine. Get, keep moving on. You know what I mean? That's, that's dads, right? That's kind of how, how we roll. Okay, are there particular scriptures that come to mind when you think of your heavenly father? Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a couple, but um, one of them is 1 John 3 verse 1. Mm -hmm. um, and basically to paraphrase, um, behold what love God's lavished upon us that we should be called the children of God for that is what we are. And it. it's not that just, just that we're called the children of God, we are the children of God. Right. And, that, that, um, and that revelation of that is something that's just changed my life. Fantastic. It's not like we're like his kids, we are his kids. And what was it, lavished? Yes. He lavished his love on us, I love that. Is there a scripture for you, baby? you wanna? Oh, um, I'm just thinking, you know, when I come into the presence of God, it's just the enter his gates with thanksgiving, your heart enter his courts with praise. So it's just that thankful and praise. And then there, I guess that's where there is that big embrace and that acceptance. And then just the come boldly into, right. uh, into the courts of our God. Right. And then I guess that I'm a child of God, I'm precious in his sight, I'm a daughter of the king, like yeah. just that whole, those declarations yes. that I would have done for years that just make me believe I am precious and, awesome. and his daughter. Awesome. I love that. All right. So part of this series, we've been talking about the idea that, that your experience and my experience, our experience with our earthly father uh, writes on our heart what the word father actually means. Uh, and then also your religious experience. So what the way that God has been represented to us through our, whether you've had Christian upbringing or not or, or particular type of, and so that can, that can create an image in our heart about our father that actually isn't the real image. Yeah. And we need, to, we, we need to go on a journey of that image being transformed. We talked last week about father wounds and how, you know, essentially the absence, neglect, abuse, 
the absence of affection, fathers disappearing on us and not being available, fathers, you know, not being what God designed them to be, which is affirming and present, affectionate, can create father wounds in us. So I'm wondering if, if you guys want to talk a bit about, you know, so we're talking about how you see God now. Has that always been how you've seen God? And if not, how did, how, what, tell us a bit about your father wounds. Uh, okay, well, I was sharing this with Melbourne last week because right. I was preaching on this for the Melbourne location. The podcast so I was, would like, be up into if, you, it. if you want to listen to it, yeah. Uh, so my, my parents were Christians when I was born and were in church and I was grow, grown up in church. And I, I would say uh, I had a really strict, uh, very authoritarian, very sergeant major parent, um, dad, and it was just his way or the highway, it was uh, um, just obedience, you know, it was a must. And so he, that was part of the church that they were a part of, very legalistic, very authoritarian as well. And so that did affect my image of God. My prayer when I was a young girl was to basically stay out of trouble because I was just like, you know, you knew it if you did the wrong thing. You, you got the consequences. So my prayer was, um, God, I'm sorry for everything I've done wrong. It was just like every night I would pray this prayer. Uh, please help me not get the detention strap or cane tomorrow. That was my prayer because I just was like, don't put a foot out right. of line right. or you're just going to, you know, yes, by my <laughs> natural father, but also from my heavenly father. So that father. projection of a strict natural father yes. was projected to God yes. in a legalistic church environment. Yes. It was fun when I started to date his daughter too, just to be really clear. <laughs> <laughs> Put the fear of God in me oh, right from the absolutely. get-go. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's not a bad thing. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's, that's alright. What, what about you, Dan? Uh, yeah, a lot of those things resonate actually. I had, uh, I had Christian parents, grew up in a Baptist church, and they're amazing parents in a lot of ways, but yep. they... My dad, had, my dad had grown up never feeling loved um, by his parents, mm -hmm. and uh, he sort of brought that into the Did relationship. You say not, fe not feeling loved by his parents. Yes, not feeling loved by his parents. Yeah. Um, so he brought that into probably the relationship with my mum and, and us as children. And so receiving words of affirmation, affection, uh, receiving. Um, Feeling close to my dad was probably something that I didn't receive uh, anywhere near as much as I would have liked or needed. But also, uh, he probably, because he felt like he hadn't been loved, he had some trigger points and he used to get quite angry. Right. So, um, so those were things that I grew up with as my norm of a father. Right. Which uh, then played out in sort of, yes. as I grew up, how I saw God. And so talk a bit about that then. So we've talk, we're hearing how you, you see God now, which is awesome. And we're going to connect the dots soon, all right. But we're starting from back then. Yeah. So what, what was your image of God? Well, I think that... Uh, so I knew, obviously, I knew in the Word that God loves me unconditionally. I knew that... So I read about it, and I could feel it when I was in worship at church. Yes. But for the, outside of that space, I didn't know how to feel close to God. So... I didn't know how to hear his voice. I'd, I'd grown up in churches which didn't talk about the Holy Spirit, and they didn't really talk about the Father God mm. um, message. Mm. And so uh, I felt really, uh, I felt like God was up in the sky and I was saved, and I knew I was loved, but I didn't feel that I was loved. Right. Um, and I probably had a need to earn 
probably picked up a bit of a need to earn respect from people around me and looking right. for affirmation right. in all sorts of different places. Yeah. yeah, which is the way we're wired. If we're not getting it here, we'll try and find that affirmation from somewhere, right? Okay, so how did, how did both of you go on the journey of, you know, finding healing? So we off, we, I've used this expression this, in this series about uh, father gaps. There's no such thing as a, an earthly perfect father. Uh, all of us have got gaps, things that we don't do out of our own personality or experience or background. And, and shout out to all the dads here who are doing a phenomenal job loving on your kids. And, uh, you know, someone told me this morning who's uh, 70 plus, as a result of this series, they've started telling their, their adult kids, I love you and I'm proud of you. And hadn't, it hadn't been part of their language. And, and I'm proud of you, not just because of, I'm proud you did this, but I'm just proud of you. Someone else uh, told me that, that in their journey, their dad had died really young, and so they were angry at him, although they didn't realise that was the wound in their life, that their dad left them early. And so l- last week on the altar, they came out and just a flood of anger and emotion came out. This, is a, this would be a guy, in his, um, this guy probably in his 80s. And God began to heal him in his heart because he's hearing about not suppressing those emotions, right? So, so let's talk about, okay, if, if, if that's some of the image you've had, how did uh, you go on that journey, babe, of finding healing? Yeah, I think when I was in my early 20s and I sort of was wanting to grow in my, in my connection to God and I wanted to hear his voice and in Christian church and I became aware of that I I didn't, the reason I was blocking out his voice was I, that I thought he was just going to tell me what I was doing wrong right. and the things that I hadn't done right and the ways that I displeased him. And, right. and so because I had that authoritarian view of him and, and that fear factor, I guess, it was like, I don't want to hear what you're going to say to me because it's going to be negative. And so just that was um, awareness, I guess, mm-hmm. just by being in church. Just in the 90s, there were revival meetings, really, yes. I guess you'd call yes. them, and it was just the opening your heart to feeling the love of God and yes. hearing from him. So for me, just that awareness of I'm blocking him out because my view of him. Right. And during that, uh, in that time in my 20s, I lost my father, and mm. he passed away. And it was, I mean, we just taken on the church and it was a really big huge time for us and I felt I just leaned into God as a protector and that safe place and I all I would do was read the Psalms and uh, hide in the shelter of his wings and you know just him being that protector so for me it was this awakening of God's a lot more than just the person ready to smite you and get you into line. He was there to bring love to me in my time of need. And so it was just through the scripture and the word of God that really started that journey of, oh, wow, he's just like those those wings that I can just hide and it's going to be okay until I'm ready to emerge out of that place of grief and everything that I was going through at the time. So that was the beginning of I it. I love that. And you, you, we're going to put, we've got three books that we've recommended yeah. in this series. So if we could just put the, those screens of those books up. You, a few years ago, actually did this Finding Father. Yes. One. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, and so what that, that was, did for that you. was a huge. We could just leave that up for a while, guys. Thank you. The Finding Father by AJ Jones. It's a 12 week workbook that you go through day by day. And so, 
you are leaning into the love of the Father in a whole new way. I mean, she's teaching you how to hear from God, how to soak. You talked about soaking this morning, how to soak in his presence and asking questions, journaling about it. Um, God, what is it that you want to say that you love about me? And mm. you just sit there and you you know, wait on God and he says stuff to you and you're just like, oh my gosh, it blows you away. Mm. And I've got the journal, it's like been rereading it. It took me two years, okay. It was a 12 week, uh, 12 (laughs) week workbook that took me two years. I was just, no, I was committed to doing it well and not just running through and go, yep, yep, I've read the book, done the workbook, yep, yep. But I really dug into it and it just, ah, it, it changed my whole view in a new way of who God was as a loving father. It goes through the different types of fathers, um, the absent father, the neglectful father, the abusive father, the the sergeant major father, the good father, you know, just different things that you sort of have to let some, a lot of, you have to lean into it. You have to, it it can be really painful, but then there's the love of the father that washes into you and just, stuff washes off. Pride had to wash off for me at the same time I was doing another book all about exposing pride. And I think that's the whole, um, what I, what I grew up in. It was like, my way is the right way. You know, there was this prideful spirit. So letting go of all that and letting my, the walls around my heart soften to allow God in. Amazing. It was a huge journey for me. It it was life changing. Wow. So you're, when you did this, your dad had passed away years earlier. Yeah. So how did, how do you forgive your dad if he's not here and you can't have a conversation? Or, because yeah. for some people, forgiving your dad and father wounds, uh, he, he mightn't be physically dead, but he doesn't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Or actually getting in touch with him would mean more pain. Because what we need to understand is that a healing, forgiving journey is different to a reconciliation journey. So you might be able to go on a healing journey at one pace... And you may or may not ever reconcile to your yeah. father because he, or, he may or may not want to change or mightn't be around or not open to that. And, and you kind of have to protect yourself. So, yes. that, yeah, what did it look like for you? Well, I mean, again, I love this workbook because it asks you the really difficult questions. And it's basically when you're in the presence of God and it asks you maybe to ask yourself, like, what is a memory that you have of your father that brings you pain or hurt or, you know, where he was so disappointed and you remember that and you have to grieve it, I guess, let it go and forgive. And so it kind of takes you through this process of leaning into that pain and re- remembering some of those memories that you don't want to remember and but you need to flush it out because right. otherwise it's a source of pain. Right. And so to go... And, I mean, God was speaking to me through dreams Mm. And I'd have a dream of something that I happened in my teenage years. Mm. And that was a source of disappointment where I felt the disapprovement of my father so strong. And it was like, uh, okay, being aware of that and then choosing to forgive him and letting go that pain mm. and allowing God to pour in his love. But it's that letting go of the offense yep. and just going, well, I don't know why, you know, I don't even know why he you know, did some of the things that he did or said yeah. some of the things that he said, but I don't have to. It's not my place to judge. I'm just right. like, okay, let go what what I felt yes. and the hurt and the feeling of that shaped me and not in a good way necessarily, right. but to then be able to go, I, 
I forgive him and, and God, you're just going to have to pour in wow. love into me. Wow. A huge journey. Were there tears when you wrote down some yeah. of the memories? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, amazing. I'm not trying to make you cry now. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. You, you love it when I do. That's awesome. Dan, what about you? How did you go about? So you got, you're talking about angry moments, talking about more religious kind of vibes. How did you go about healing with the father wounds? Yeah, I think that, um, as I mentioned, I'd... We can put that down now, thanks, Grown up in church and... But hadn't really experienced the Holy Spirit or God as a father. Mm. And it, it probably took, speaking of pride, it probably took me hitting rock bottom to, uh, to really then become desperate to know God in a different way. So I had hit rock bottom, some financial situations, had a relationship breakup, um, was processing through a lot of, a lot of big things. And um, I went along and visited, I was living in Melbourne at the time, went along and visited a, ch- a church plant. And uh, during that evening, they were calling God Daddy, which was really sort of, it was getting, it was getting on my nerves a little bit, to be honest, because <laughs> I'd never heard that before. And yeah. I'd probably in churches I'd been in, it was Almighty God or Heavenly Father or yeah. a, a degree of reverence towards God. And, but I could see the way they knew God and yeah. um, that they, they had this intimate relationship with him that I didn't have. And I was right. just desperate for that because I was feeling so broken, feeling um, so in need of healing and knowing that I needed something more than I could get from a counsellor or from, uh, from a self-help book or whatever. Right. And... I went home that night and probably never really having heard from God before, I, I just started praying going, God, is it right that they're calling you daddy? Yeah. And, uh, and I felt like him to say, Dan, how do you see me? And I, and I just started crying because I realized that I didn't see him as a father. I didn't feel him or experience him or know him as a father. I knew him in my head, but I just yes. didn't yes. have that relationship. And um, when I think about Romans 8, 15, 16, I mean, we're, we're adopted as, by the Spirit, we're adopted as sons, not slaves. We don't have to live in fear. Yeah. Um, and we get to call him Abba, which is essentially an intimate term yes. like daddy. And, yeah. uh, and so that started a journey for me of realizing that uh, I, I could know God in a different way. I could experience God in a different way. And, and through, I went on a journey of experiencing the Holy Spirit, but also realizing that I was seeing God through that lens of my dad. And, uh, and that was one of the things that was sort of getting in the way of that relationship. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, so it was, a, it was a whole combination of things, but one of them was to do with forgiving my dad. And there's plenty of things that he needed to forgive me for too, don't get me wrong, but, uh, right. you know, he like a father-son relationship. But um, forgiving him and... Uh, sort of just releasing any of that stuff that I was feeling towards him to, to God and forgiving myself uh, and then choosing to sort of see God as who he was in all of his fullness and choosing him to fill those gaps that we've yeah. talked about. Yeah. And cut a long story short, I have an amazing relationship with my dad now and I've seen him soften a lot over the years. I have... Um, but then I started to... As I started to experience God as a father and experience the Holy Spirit, he healed up that deep pain. Um, right. So whatever relationship you've been in and whatever yes. situation you've gone through with work or finance or your own earthly, or mother, or earthly mother or father, through the Holy Spirit and knowing God is your, your dad, yes. he can totally heal anything. 
Love it. And we can have the best counsellor in the world. And I don't get me wrong, I love counsellors. We can have the best prayer ministry in the world, which breaks things free. Yes. But we need to get that relationship and that revelation and that experience right. and that, love it, that deep, deep... Uh, we talk about cascading love, but just getting lavished and get soaked in his presence so to, to get healed. So good. I love that. I love that. I want to spin back just for a moment because I know some people, uh, as they're making the choice to forgive, and I had a similar journey with my, uh, well, you know, it took probably me taking some steps towards my dad to just get the affirmation thing going that was missing as a child, just to say I love you and and it shifted around. How did you kind of begin to rebuild? So once God's pouring into your heart, so we're talking about that's the main transformation. Were there some, some simple steps that you took with your actual dad? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, as a son or a daughter, I think we all know how to trigger our, our earthly dads. <laughs> so um, uh, learning how to have grace and, for, and not sort of choose the topics that... Yep are going to sort of get us into a, a negative spiral or conversation. Yep. But, yeah, being affectionate towards him. Right. Giving him words of affirmation. Right. Um, telling him how proud I am right. of him. Right. And sort of, in some ways... Flipped it. Flip, flip, exactly the, flip it. Just and just it. Love, love your dad to bits. Yep. Love your mum to bits. And, and watch the relationship transform. It's hard, it's hard for them to be negative or critical or yeah. cold towards you if you open your heart up towards yes. them and yes. what can we do to yes. transform relationships and if we can get fully healed at our end then we can that changes the dynamic of yeah. relationships we're in. I love that so what we're not talking about is dad been doing this great thing at church lately and I want you to know that I forgive you for being an absolute wounding father. That's not what we're not talking about. Get your healing from God and don't, you don't need to bring it up. You just, you just actually pour love back towards. And if that softens and there's apologies, you, you go, hey, I've already forgiven you, but I appreciate it. So that it's, a, it's a rebuild of relationship rather than needing to dredge it up and stuff. So really, really good. All right, so what we're going to do right now... Uh, I'd love us just to, to stand together. We're going to stand up here. And this is, when we talk about God lavishing his love on us, it's not just, it's not a passive thing, is it? It's not like, a, all right, have a shot at it. What, what's, what is, what's your posture, babe, when you want to receive the love of God? What, what's your, how do you, in your heart and mind, position yourself to receive. So we're going to, in the moment, we're going to open up the altar. And if you're, if you're saying, I would love the love of God to cascade into my heart. So that doesn't mean you're messed up. doesn't mean your dad was terrible. It's just like, I want more, which is what, what meeting with him every day is all about. So how do we, well, how do we position ourselves for that? Oh, I mean, for me, I guess speaking in tongues always just uh, opens my spirit. Yes. So speaking in tongues, it's a gift from the Holy Spirit to just get your spirit out of your head and mm -hmm. into your spirit mm -hmm. world. So that always helps me to just get come into the presence of God. Love and then that. just the, uh, I mean, if it's the 
you know, hi, good morning, Holy Spirit. Good yes. morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. I come into your presence. I mean, worship music, it helps you yes. to get into the presence of God. And then it's just the, the picturing of him on the throne or that, that warm embracing. You know, for me, uh, tapping into God as my protector, it's the Lord is my shepherd. He's my shepherd, Psalm 23. And so picturing him as just, he wants to look after me. He wants right. to protect me. He wants to care for me. He wants to lead me. And so as I'm praying in tongues, I'm starting to see myself come into his presence, into his holy of holies. I mean, I say, come into your holy of holies. I come into your secret place. I come into the throne room of God. And I just feel the presence of God. Just Awesome. <laughs> straight away. Yeah. I can just tap into it because I, my spirit is alive and it's just, so I visualize it and yeah. I see it and I feel it. And then it's just like, oh God, I stand in awe of you. And then I'm just a mess. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. So we're talking about actually using your imagination yeah. and, and being quite active, not just so thanking God for who he is, re reprogramming our mind of who our father is through our thanksgiving and our praise. What about for you, Dan? How do, how do we, if people are going to come out the front right now, what, how, how do they position themselves to receive the love of God? Yeah. I think, I think that, was, that was beautiful in terms of all those things. And, that, and they're ones that, that I really sort of go after as well. I think that the picturing sometimes... Uh, if you're struggling to get into that space, picturing a moment when you felt God or yes. you've seen like yes. a picture of awesome. him or you've experienced him. So right. trying to, use, as you said, using your imagination to, to quickly take yourself into that place and go, I want more of that, God. Yeah. That was so beautiful. That yeah. heart of gratitude and thankfulness yep. and flow. And, and I, think, um, I think there's... I, mean, I talked a little bit about how I hadn't experienced God until sort of later in life, that father heart sort of experience. And, and I think for some of you tonight, you might, you might never have had, had that full experience. Yeah. And for me, it was also an unlocking of ungodly beliefs. Right. I don't hear God. Right. I don't feel God. Right. I, don't, I don't receive prophecies, all these sorts of things. And God wants to give you all of it. Right. He wants Love to... It. He Love wants it. to speak to you. He wants yes. to touch you. He wants to, he wants to, he wants you to sort of have conversation with you. He wants to have you, you have experiencing his healing. And uh, if you've got ungodly beliefs, or you've got, if you feel like your experiences have not sort of been exactly where you want in terms of that fullness, I feel like right. God wants to unlock that yeah, great. tonight. So, so just think good. about those ungodly beliefs. And I think that's something we want to pray and go after tonight as well. So good. Fantastic. So close your eyes right now. And if you experience God's cascading love on a regular basis, awesome. Tonight's just going to be a night where you get the top up. Love that. But if you don't and you want to, I just want you to raise your hands right now. Go, I want to regularly receive that cascading love of my Heavenly Father. Go on. Just raise your hands real high. Just say, that's me. I want to receive the cascading love of my Heavenly Father. I want to receive it. I want to receive it. I'm going to get the, the whole band can come up so we, we can be moving in a moment. Just pray over these guys, Dan. Just pray over them right now. And then we're going to open up the altar in a few moments. Oh, Heavenly Daddy, we thank you 
that you are good and that you speak to us and you touch us and that you love us. And God, we release freedom, freedom for your presence to flow in this place, freedom for your presence to flow in our hearts. We thank you that we are good enough. We thank you that we are loved enough. We thank you that we are chosen enough. And we pray for more tonight for everyone in this room. We pray for more of your presence. We pray for new experiences. We pray for fresh revelation. We pray for fresh pictures, fresh dreams, fresh hope, Lord. We thank you, God, that you are everything we need. And God, we pray that you will show us a perfect Ah, a perfect picture of who you are. No gaps, yes. no faults, yes. no shortfalls, yes, no shortcomings. Yes, Everything that we need in us right now. Yes, we God. pray for a release of your yes. love in this place, yes. Lord. Release in our hearts. Yes, God. Amen. 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 All right, we're going to open up.